This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, your source for college hockey in the desert southwest, part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com family. Now here are your hosts, Scott Strandy, and I'm Tom Callahan. Welcome in, college hockey fans in the desert southwest. This is a day we've been waiting for for how yep. long, Tom Callahan? Uh, since October, <laughs> pretty much, right? September, October. This is hockey history in the making, yeah. right? The Arizona State Sun Devils are going to find out in a little more than an hour where they're playing their first ever NCAA regional hockey tournament game. You know, it's an, it's an exciting time for the program right now, Scott. As you mentioned, it is history. First tournament berth. Um, a lot of firsts this year for this team that we've mentioned. You know, first time they were ranked. Uh, first time they broke in for a while into the top ten in the Bearwise. Uh, so a lot of big things for this team this year. They had uh, a couple of players who definitely deserve mention for the Richter Award and Joey Decord and Hobie Baker, Johnny Walker. Um, they're on the map now. And so I think that uh, this is just another um, step in what's been a tremendous this season. Well, you can hear the noise behind me. Yep. We're out here at College Bar and Grill right on the corner of Rio Salado and uh, College Avenue in Tempe, right on the campus of ASU. You're going to be leaving me shortly going up to the uh, private party for the team and players and coaches bringing us some live reaction that we're going to put out on YouTube live shortly after the announcement, probably in the 4.30 range, but stick with us all along so you can find out where we're at and what we're doing. Uh, we talked about the history part of it, but these guys aren't just squeaking their way into the national tournament, right? They're, they're number 10 in the wise right now. They're going to enter this tournament as a number three seed somewhere. We're not sure if it's Fargo, North Dakota, Manchester, New Hampshire, Providence, Rhode Island, or the latest words were Allentown, Pennsylvania. So, right. So nobody will know anything for an hour or so, and then all of a sudden everybody's going to start making plans to get to wherever it's at. Yeah, hurry up and uh, make your travel plans. It's going to be just a... Uh, you better be prepared, I guess is the way to say You better have hotel bookings in a lot of different cities and, and flights ready to go, and it's going to be a bit of a scramble to get there, but it'll be a fun one. Let's, uh, let's break this down real quick about how... Uh, the hockey tournament is done. It's 16 teams out of the 60 that play in the uh, NCAA. So they're going to have four regionals. They're going to have a number one seed through a number four seed in each regional. As I said earlier, Arizona State's going to come in more than likely as a three seed, which means they will play a two seed, right? Right. We know the number one seed, or we can say it with, com with comfort and confidence that it's going to be St. Cloud State, and they're going to be playing at Fargo, North Dakota, being it's their closest regional. So they will be the number one, number one seed there. If, if Arizona State does not go there, they will avoid the number one overall seed. The way it looks right now, they will be in a region with Minnesota Duluth. They will more than likely be facing Quinnipiac, who is the number seven seed. And um, they will have another, uh, what, 14 seeds, so whoever that ends up being. So when I look at it from the predictions, I'm going like, this is a really good deal for the Sun Devils because all the teams that seem to be predicted to be in their region are teams that are very beatable for them. Well, and, I mean, no matter where they go, they're going to be happy to get in. So uh, certainly the Sun Devils will be eager, they'll be excited. But matchups can play a part of it, Scott. And uh, I think that there are certain matchups that could favor the Sun Devils team. And, you know, perhaps just through the way things work themselves out. And, and the Sun Devils 
earned their right to be here, um, they will have a favorable draw. Maybe they can win a game or two. And who, if you win two, you're in the Frozen Four. I mean, that's it's a one-and-done tournament, so you lose, you go home. But if you win twice, all of a sudden now you're playing for the national championship. Uh, if you win one more game and four wins, you are national champion. Absolutely, and let's talk about the Frozen Four, which is the ultimate goal, right? It's going to be in Buffalo, New York, your hometown. Um, we're going to be there. We're going to be covering it for everybody. Win, lose, or draw, we're going to be there because we think it's important in the growth of hockey here in the desert, Southwest College hockey especially. We need to be down there. We need to cover, or up there, I should say. We need to be up there covering this and reminding people of just how prestigious this tournament is. I mean, for hockey fans, they know. For non-hockey fans, they're going to find out. If you're, let's say you're a college basketball fan, uh, we haven't gotten to the Frozen Four part of the tournament yet. The Final Four is the Frozen Four for hockey, uh, and that's how important it is. So I'll tell you what, if the Sun Devils can make an appearance in really only their third full NCAA season, that would be, uh, number one, bananas, uh, but number two, really, really impressive. Absolutely. Well, let's take a quick break. The next time we see you, Tom, we're going to see you live up at Papago Golf Course here in Tempe, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, is where you're going to be. From Tempe to Phoenix, it's across the border. Big deal, right? Yeah, that's Stone's throw. Bringing us some, uh, some live interaction from the players as they react to this historic moment. Looking forward to it. We'll be right back. Hey, you want to get rid of that stink from the rink? Or maybe wipe out the smell of smoke, pets, or other household irritants? When you need an organic-based odor, bacteria, virus, mold, or fungus eliminated safely, naturally, and with no harmful toxins or residues left behind, call on OxyPow. For more information or to get in touch, visit OxyPow.com. That's O-X-Y-P-O-W dot com. All right, Frank Ferrara joining us. Frank, uh, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. It's a, it's a tremendous day for ASU hockey. Talk a little it bit, sure and maybe is. ASU athletics, talk about that. Well, this is, this is a special day indeed uh, in, our, in our history. Obviously, this is, uh, we started this program as our third full year of, uh, of, of D1 competition, so an exciting time. And, and, and for me, I, I'm just happy for, for our athletes, uh, in particular our, our seniors who have, uh, have uh, seen uh, been through as, as Power said, uh, you know they've seen that they've been through their the hard times and have certainly taken their lumps in building the program to where it is today. And to see guys like Anthony Cross and Dylan, Jack Rowe, uh, Jacob, and and uh, and uh, Clifford, uh, you know, have a chance to play in an NCAA tournament means the world to me. You know, uh, this event here, not every team does something like this in, in three years. And uh, you bring in not only the kids who were there before and helped build this program, right. but season ticket holders and all kinds of people who are important to this program. Sure. Why was it important to do it that way? Because this is a family. This is the, one of the things that we're, we're, we're trying to do is to show that this is one big family. Everybody has to be working uh, together to make this done the right way. So the, the way we run this, we... Uh, you know, hockey. We always said hockey is is uh, is not the only thing we're doing here. They, we're, we're running this like a business, and and it, it takes a village. It takes uh, our, our donors, our, our players. Uh, I work hand in hand with our, with our ticket guys, with our with our development people, Kirby Mills, uh, Mike Mateen, and and, uh, and and folks to make sure that we put on a special event. We're trying to build a sport here. All right, this is something that is uh, uh, that's going to be different and unique, and and uh, you know we want to make sure that everyone is involved. They've supported us for. 
for, for uh, a long time, and, and they deserve to have a day like today. Coach Powers does say a lot. I, I know other coaches have said to me, hey, sure. I talked to Coach Powers about how I might take my ACHA D1 program or even D2 program. How do we get to NCAA? Uh, what does that mean to you that you guys are, are that shining example right now to programs that want to do this? We're the pioneers, so uh, there's a lot of eyes on us for, for sure. Uh, trying to build, uh, and I've said this m many times before, this is a great sport. Uh, we have ter terrific brands, exciting product. Uh, the quality of play is, is phenomenal. It's only getting better. Uh, but it's it's the best kept secret in, in collegiate athletics. It's something that uh, the folks in Minnesota, the folks in, in, in Michigan, Massachusetts, and New York have, have known for a long time. Uh, but we have to grow this. If we truly want to maximize what this sport can be, we have to be willing to grow this to non-traditional markets. So, uh, I understand that there's a lot of eyes on our, our program, and, and, and quite honestly, that's something that we embrace and, and welcome uh, for, for other programs uh, out in non-traditional markets out west, uh, southwest, so be it they could get a chance to see what we're doing here and understand that, that hockey uh, uh, is worthwhile and can be successful uh, in, in a non-traditional market. How important is this tournament birth? Oh, it's, it's, it's a step in the process. This was a, a big day. Uh, we're happy, but but we also know we're not done yet. You know, the next important game is always the next important game in our history is always going to be the next one. And so right now, our, our focus is going to be on on Quinnipiac next Saturday, and uh, that's where we're going to put all of our efforts in. So now, what does it mean for for your side of the coin? I mean, I I know a lot of folks like oh, players practice, coaches coach, they look at tape, but what are you guys doing to get this team? So we there? have to make sure we we're handling the the logistics of making sure that we we, we get everybody there and rested and and put him in the best position to uh, to compete and be ready. So you might have heard us more myself and our director of operations, Adam Blasi, figuring out exactly how we're going to make those logistics work. They're not all uh, done yet, but we'll. But by the by the time we go to sleep tonight, we'll have it all figured out. So how much pre-planning went into that? Ah, uh, well, we'll see. We we, uh, we 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 knew we were going. To, we had a couple of weeks of knowing uh, that we were going to be in. We know that. Uh, I can't say we knew we were going to be in Allentown. Uh, you know, we, the, if you look at all of the. The, the various blogs, they think they put us in all four regionals over the last two, four weeks, but Allentown it is. And, uh, uh, you know, we had, uh, uh, I guess, uh, plans that were semi underway, and now we're just going to complete them. Well, once again, congratulations and thanks Thank for you the so time. Much. Thank right. you. Appreciate it. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. Uh, it's been awesome. I mean, college hockey is a really long season, um, so most people, like we've talked about, see it as a detriment, but we look at it the complete opposite. I mean, those last few games of the season, you're you're really burnt out, so we've got to rest for three weeks and then, you know, get back up uh, to game shape. So uh, we're rested, we're focused, we're ready to go. Did you ever think you would be in this position, not only this season, but throughout your career here? 100%. Um, my freshman class coming in, our goal was to, you know, go far in the tournament before our time was up here. So uh, our goal is just starting to happen. So um, 
yeah, we're excited, and this is what we came here for. What is it about this year's team? Uh, how we're such a close family. Um, I said it from day one. As soon as I got here this year, it was, it was different. Um, there was no clicks or anything on the team. It was just you know one big family who will do anything for each other. Being able to say that you're the team captain of the NCAA tournament bound team, I mean, what's that mean to you personally, just your, in your own accolade? What, what does that mean to you? Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, I'm really thankful. Uh, I've been alternate captains my career, but I've never been, um, you know, the, the captain. So uh, it just—it's it, really cool, and I'm really thankful that I get to lead this group of guys because they make my job uh, really easy. Um, my job is to encourage. It's not my job to be the coach. That's the coach's job. So I'll always be there to pick guys up when, when they fall. On the ice, what's important heading into the tournament? Um, I think it just it literally comes down to our work ethic. Um, we've shown that all year when when we show up and we're ready to outwork that other team. Good things happen, but uh, when we don't, bad things happen. So you know we're gonna we're gonna come in and work harder than we ever have before. You didn't play Quinnipiac this year, but you played them in the past. What, what are your thoughts just on playing them? Yeah, they're a great team. Um, they got some really skilled guys. Um, but it's, it's nothing that we haven't seen before. I mean, we've played some of the best teams in the country this year, and we've proven we can play. Um, so we're excited. And like I said, when, when we go into games, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Uh, if we work hard, good things happen. Expectations and finally getting to this moment. Just how does, how does it feel for you guys during the tournament? It's awesome. It's uh, it's something that it's hard to explain because inside that locker room, every single guy in there believes that we could be here. But as soon as we, we got out of that locker room, we had a lot of people that said we couldn't do it. So um, it's just really cool to see what uh, a group of guys who actually believe can do for some do. Um, and I think we're proving that. Uh, you know, we're a family, like I said, and uh, we just have that belief. And uh, we knew we could go this far. We're going to go farther than just the first tournament game. Um, we want to go all the way. How big is it for the program now? Yeah, it's huge. Um, like I said, uh, a lot of people don't respect us as a program. Uh, I still don't quite know why yet. I mean, we've proven something that no one really has proven before. It's our third full year Division One, and uh, we're going to the tournament. So I think it uh, it's just cool to show everyone, like I said, what uh, having you know a family, not just a team, can do. Uh, for your success, and uh, I think it's showing and it's huge. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refind your prime with M-Drive. All right, welcome back in, college hockey fans from the desert southwest. We're back live at the uh, College Bar and Grill here in Tempe on the campus of Arizona State University. Everything winding down. There's some stuff going on. There's still basketball going on in yep. the background. There's uh, an Arizona Hot Shots football game that ended. But the excitement, the reason we're here, Tom Callahan, is because of the Arizona State Sun Devils, and we're calling 
Desert frozen over? Hockey history? What do you want to call it? Yeah, so I like hashtag Buffalo Bound uh, the best of course all. Of course you do. I mean, we're going to make it through the regional. But, you know, it was funny, Scott. Um, as we went through the selection show, they were the last team announced. And, I mean, for the most part, everybody knew they were in. But there were a couple times I was watching some of the guys and they were giving it the old... Right. <laughs> you know, knowing they weren't in yet, but... Um, we kind of had heard in recent days they were probably going to Allentown as the number three seed against Quinnipiac, and that's what happened. But um, that doesn't mean it was any less relief or excitement or any of that when it was announced. And, and the guys were excited. They are they're making history. Well, you were there with them live. You had a chance to record some interviews that we'll have up on site along with this podcast. But um, what was it? What was it overall? Once it was announced and they knew they were in, was there a sense of relief? Excitement? What did you What did you feel? It was It was yes. Both those. Uh, also, there was that confidence again, Scott. It's been there all year, uh, and that's one of the things when I talked to Johnny Walker. I said hey, confidence has been such a big buzzword with you guys. Coach Powers referenced the schedule at the beginning of the year. How people said they were crazy. They were nuts to schedule all these heavy teams, and uh, internally the coaching staff said, "You know what, guys? If we go 500." That's going to be a good year, uh, but then they started nine and three, right? And it just kept going from there. And and along the way, you could see him saying to himself, "Oh, okay, all right, all right, okay." And and it just kept building. Uh, and one of the questions asked of coach was, "When did you know you had something special?" Believe it or not, he went all the way back to the Ohio State series. Did he really? He said in the room after that series, it wasn't the well, glad we just hung in there kind of mood or attitude. He said guys were genuinely upset that they lost and they felt they should have won. He said that was the difference and that's been the turning point. And since then, we've seen what this program's done all year long. What, what did you think back then? That was your first experience with ASU hockey. I had kind of told you in advance that this team was pretty good, but you saw them in action. Were you feeling that same way, and did you get that sense from the guys afterwards? Uh, I was surprised they did as well as they did against Ohio State, not knowing anything about these guys really coming into it or, or their, you know, um, what their college hockey compete level was going to be because they had five freshmen, uh, you know, that were coming in that were going to be major players, and that's really hard for a team to get five freshmen in and make stuff happen. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, to know that there's a transition with the upperclassmen, and some of whom, Scott, didn't get to finish out on this team. You know, they, those freshmen bumped them out of, of starting roles or, or what have you. Um, so I, I was curious as to what it was going to be like. I knew it was going to be a year of growing pains, and there have been some, uh, but I've been genuinely impressed. Where That first weekend to where they are now, um, I've, I've been uh, made into a believer for Arizona State Sun Devil D1 hockey. Well, let's talk a little bit about the brackets. First and foremost, we'll talk about that Midwest Regional in Allentown, PA, where the Sun Devils are headed. How fitting is it that they play the very last game of the regional tournament, 7.30 p.m. Eastern? Yeah. I mean, could they have gotten, gotten anything different for this whole program? You've already had to wait three weeks. What's, what's the last game of the regional on the weekend? I mean... It's, it just seems, uh, it, I believe Coach Powers called it poetic justice. Right. Uh, he said it just seems like that's where they should have been. Playing last, last game. Um, but I don't think they care when they play, who they play. 
I don't care if they're playing in a parking lot. These guys are going to show up and play hard, and I'm very excited, Scott, for them coming into this tournament. I, and, you know, I think that there was a little bit of a sense of guys off the record, uh, not as much on, but they like this draw. They like this bracket. They feel pretty good about heading in, playing Quinnipiac uh, in that first round, and then kind of seeing what happens from there. Well, here's the thing. They've beaten Quinnipiac in the past. They know they can beat them. They, uh, I know they feel comfortable with Minnesota Duluth. They wanted to play them here during the Desert Hockey Classic and didn't get that matchup. Um, Bowling Green is Bowling Green. Right. Um, they did play Minnesota State, who knocked out Bowling Green from the, the uh, WCHA Conference Tournament. So. I agree. I think this is the best draw they could have had. So let's review it real quick. Minnesota Duluth comes in as the number one seed in the region, the number two overall. Uh, Bowling Green comes in as the number four seed, so they'll play first. And then uh, Quinnipiac, the number two seed, ASC, the number three seed. That'll wrap up the Midwest Regional. However, you get Midwest out of Allentown, PA, I'm not sure. Kind of like how you get West out of Fargo, right? right. West of what? The Mississippi? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right. So let's go over the, the uh, East Regional. We've got Minnesota State, the number one seed against Providence. Your thoughts on Minnesota State? At Minnesota State's going to be hard to stop coming out of there. I mean, the, the 2 3 is very interesting to me, Northeastern Cornell. I love Cornell. I love big physical hockey teams. If there is someone who can stop Minnesota State, maybe it's them. Um, but they, they still have to beat Northeastern in the, prog the process. Those two teams could really take a lot out of each other. Um, and, I mean, no disrespect to Providence, but I just think Minnesota State's just that good. Yeah, Providence is the uh, the whole school and also playing the home building in Providence. Right, right. So that's kind of cool for them, but I think it ends there for them as well. Um, let's jump over to the West Regional. St. Cloud coming in as the number one seed overall and the number one seed in that region. They get the number 16 seed overall, which is the AIC the Atlantic Conference champion, and of course the Atlantic Conference champion AIC came out here a couple weeks ago, and ASU swept them. Yeah. Your thoughts on the St. Cloud State and AIC? I think AIC is a better team than a lot of people will give them credit for. Um, I don't know if they're going to just play St. Cloud, but I think they, they have a shot at it. Um, they have some very talented, very skilled players on that team. I, I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if something like that happened. And as far as Denver-Ohio State goes, Ohio State's just been a little too inconsistent for me to really like them this year. Yeah. Uh, so I think Denver gets through there. Uh, but, you know, we're probably looking again at a... at a, a Look, if AIC pulls the upset, great. Denver might get out then, but probably St. Cloud. And that's the NCHC regional, if you will, with two schools there. Uh, we'll jump down to the Northeast Regional in Manchester, New Hampshire. UMass playing pretty much at home, right? Yeah. Uh, I got against Harvard, another crosstown rivalry for the most part. Right. Uh, and then Clarkson and Notre Dame. Your thoughts on that regional? I kind of like Clarkson. And again, the big physical team. Uh, Clarkson's second half of the year has been so much better than how they started. I think they've really put it together. They've become a much better hockey team. I like them coming out of that part of the bracket. You know, and it's interesting you say that because we... We, Arizona State, faced Clarkson right here uh, in, during the Desert Classic, and it was a tough game. It was a game that a lot of people say Arizona State may have overlooked Clarkson. Didn't think they were the team. And Clarkson actually came in as one of the lowest-seeded team in the, or the, how do I want to say that, the highest-seeded team. Come, lowest, highest, whatever. The number next to them was the biggest. <laughs> right. There we go. So, but you know, Scott, they came in in that game and they put ASU away early with those couple quick power yeah. goals, and 
Arizona State was stunned. They were on their heels, and they didn't really get back into it. So, um, you know, Clarkson, I think that tournament at Christmas time is really where they started to turn it around. The other thing I'm going to say is that all four of the teams that played out here in the hockey, the Desert Hockey Classic, are now in the NCAA tournament. Two of them are number one seeds, and Clarkson and ASU come in as two and three seeds, respectively. Says an awful lot about what they brought down here to play hockey, didn't it? Yeah, it really does. And uh, for college hockey fans who were there, tremendous treat to watch that tournament. And you know what's got down the road? There'll be more talent just like that coming here to Tempe. Absolutely. I think they finally done what they wanted to do was make the real name for themselves and validating it with an NCAA tournament. I know that Coach Powers and those guys in that room know that this is not the end of the road for them. They know they can go farther and they want to go farther. So who knows? Four more wins to a national channel. Um, That'd be great. If they bring that down here to College Bar, we're going to have a really good time. Absolutely. We're going to have a really good time no matter what happens. So make sure you stick around for all of our tournament coverage. Absolutely. Let's uh, wrap things up down here by saying a big thank you to College Bar and Grill for having us in on a very, very busy Sunday for them. They had uh, NCAA basketball, men's and women's. They had an Arizona Hot Shots uh, AFF football game across the street from us. So big thing, good for them to bring us down. Let's also thank our sponsors at OxyPal and M-Drive for stepping up for us as well. And I'll leave the door open as well. I'm going to be out and about in the Tempe area looking for recruits, if you will, for uh, for our coverage going forward. We're going all the way to the Frozen Four. I know you're looking forward to that. Yep. Getting back home. So uh, if you want to hop on board the NCAA hockey train here at ASU, give us a call and join us. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Scott, thank you. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been following us this whole time and there's more hockey yet to come. And I, I can't leave this without giving a shout-out to my wife, Terry, who's yes. behind the camera for Terry's done a great it, job. It's a very difficult task to keep up with us, too. <laughs> we can provide some content that takes a lot of work, so big thanks to Terry for sticking out here and, uh, and helping us out. As you can hear, this is still a popping environment. Join us next week. We'll be next uh, podcast on Wednesday as we uh, prepare yourself for the uh, NCAA Regional Tournament. Looking forward to it, so stay tuned, everybody.